church that is open to everyone. No matter where people come from and regardless of their history, here everyone finds a home. We are a family that is held together by unconditional love, serving leadership, and true unity. The needs of our society compel us to compassionate action. We are known for our generosity, lending a helping hand and not turning our backs. We are longing to experience the power of God, knowing that He can do all things. We expect the Holy Spirit to work among us and experience His miracles. Yes, I'm happy to see you all. How are you doing? Very good. Welcome to our social Sunday. And I'm looking forward to share with you around our vision for a sharing community. The vision of our church is based on Acts. It's based on the first church in Jerusalem. And we've seen on the screen, this is the vision video, is taken out of Acts 2. And I want to read some verses out of it. It says there in Acts 2.42, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostle. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possession to give to anyone who had need. Every day they contributed to meet together in the temple and they broke the bread and so on. And it says at the end, and the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. This sounds amazing. Sounds like heaven on earth. Who want to be part of a church like this? Do we want to be part of a church who is doing this or are we the ones that are actually doing this? Because, you know, when we go into the book of Acts, we see the church of Acts was a church that shared. The whole church shared. They didn't have like a social ministry, some social people who love to do the social work. And so they were in charge of doing the social thing. No, the whole church was sharing. Everyone was putting their resources together so that every need that was there in this city, in this church, was met. And you know, my desire is that through this Social Sunday, we are all a little bit stirred up, but also very much motivated to be part of a community that shares. Because I believe that God gave every one of us resources. We all have resources that we can share so that others can take what they need and so that every need can be met. You know, it's interesting, this principle of sharing didn't just start in the book of Acts. God had put this principle many years before and brought it to his people. And we, leave, we can read that uh, in Leviticus 19. And we see where God gives a principle to his people many hundred years before the first church in Acts. We read there in chapter 19. Now when you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap to the very corners of your field, nor shall you gather the gleanings or grain left after reaping of your harvest. And you shall not glean your vineyard, nor shall you gather its fallen grapes. You shall leave them for the poor and for the strangers. I am the Lord your God. 
So you see this principle that God gave to his people. He said, if you have a field, don't go to the edges of the field. Keep some stuff on the field so that people that are in need can go on your field and live from it. This is this principle of sharing. And my question this evening is, what is your field? We all have a field. Maybe you're not a farmer. I'm not a farmer, but I have fields. I have resources. I have know-how. I have time. I have special gifts and talents that God has given me. This is my field. These are my fields. You have fields. God gave you fields. He gave you resources. He gave them into your hand, not so that you can use them and boast about it. No, it's so you can use them for others. And so the vision that we have as a church is that over the next couple of months, our church is transformed from being a church that has a social department who does great things to a sharing community where everyone can contribute. And you know, the social care ministry is here to build the bridges so that the demand and the need can be met. So that your resources, there are platforms where the resources can be shared with each other because we are all temporarily people who are in need. We all sometimes have need. Sometimes, I don't know, you need a room for someone who comes from overseas. And maybe someone in this church can help you. And in another time, you are the one who can give. And so our vision as a church is that we become a sharing community so that every need that we have in our church and through this also in our society can be met through the resources that God has put into our hand. And this really excites me. It excites me very much to be part of a church like this, very much like this church in Acts chapter 2. And now I want you to give a huge hand to a power woman. Uh, her name is Betty Bossart. She leads the social care ministry in our church. And this girl, she's amazing. And she does a great job. She is leading this ministry and bring it, bring it forward. And she will transform it into this vision of a sharing community. And so this afternoon, she will come on stage and she will share with us some stories that are already written in our church. And hopefully these stories will stir you up to be part of this community of sharing people. Let us give Betty a huge round of applause as she comes on stage. Hi, everybody. I'm happy to he be here to share with you a few thoughts about this sharing community. I decided to take three thoughts out of this dream you saw in the video at the, f at the beginning of the message. My first point is a sharing community is a church, a community in which everybody finds a home. What is a home? Is it to have a place here somewhere to sit? I asked a few people, what is a home for you? And one word came always across, it's security. The meaning of security is being free from danger or threat. What a beautiful definition for our church, a place free of fear and threat. 
I came across a good research from the homeland researcher Beate Mitchellich, and she made this following observation. As the wall was falling in Germany and West German went to the East and the opposite, the value for depression and fear went up. Interesting, right? And the values went down as soon as people found a friend. This research shows us that it's so important to have a network of relationship, of truly relationships where we can be honest and sincere and where we have really friends. It makes me happy to know that we have 1,591 people in our church, age groups, locations, who are involved in a small group. And I hope and I believe that they share life together, that they build friendships, and their life gets much better because of the small group. What an amazing statement about our church. The same is for ministry where we do things together. We get involved. We are not just watching what's happening here, but we are involved and by it, we get worse out of it because we see I can make a difference. I can make a change here in this big thing and I'm part of it. But sometimes life shows you something else and tells you that you are not worth to work, that you are not able, and nobody is waiting you on Monday morning at the workplace. Or you just had a hardship and you don't believe that your resources can change anything more. And then you need a place where your God-given potential can be come out again and can be set free. And that's what we build in our project, the Städtbacher Hof. I guess you heard it. It's the, it's the building next to this one. It's here. We are in the midst of the work of building. We put lots of resources of money last year together in the REACH campaign. And that enables us to do this project. The idea is that in the front of this building, we will have a coffee. You see it behind me. If everybody of the workers do his job right, so this will be the coffee at the end of August. In the first part, in the first step, the coffee has to be economically stable. But in the second step, the coffee should enable people to come and work and to give worse back to lives which maybe don't blow and flourish. In the back of the building, there is a workspace and this workspace is already activated. They do the creative props on Sundays for us. They also also do the stage designs for the musicals and just furniture, furniture, yeah, <laughs> furniture we need in our church life. But the heart of this is that people can just get involved in a very easy, simple way. People 
who don't leave the building at 10 o'clock in the evening because they don't have a reason to stand up tomorrow. People who don't have a job, who are forgotten, maybe from the whole society. We have somebody, Mark, he will share us what it means for him to be there and to be part of uh, this working space. Let's see what he has to tell us. Ich bin seit 2011 arbeitslos. Ich habe 22 Jahre auf der Post gearbeitet und inzwischen erfahren, dass ich Schilddrüsenunterfunktion habe. Das führt dazu, dass man sich nicht so konzentriert ist, langsam wird und durch das halt auch mal Fehler macht. Durch die ganze Teambildung hat das einfach dazu geführt, dass immer mehr Druck aufgesetzt worden ist und der Wirtige geht natürlich immer auf die Schwächeren. Sie sind auch, äh, haben mir oft auf gegenseitige Einverständnis gekündigt. Dann schreibt man diverse Bewerbungen, hunderte zum Teil, und manchmal bekommt man eine Antwort, meistens eine Absage. Zu dem Zeitpunkt, als ich arbeitslos wurde, bin ich im Glauben, ich bin natürlich schon einen gewissen Halt gehabt. In der Werkstatt lerne ich natürlich auch wieder neue Sachen, wo mir dann vielleicht wieder etwas bringt, wenn ich mich bewerbe. Dave hat mir auch verholfen zu einer Bescheinigung die Arbeiten, die ich mache, dass, dass ich mich damit bewerben kann. Es gibt mir einen, einen Halt. Man hat etwas zu tun. Sonst könnte es ja sein, dass man daheim hockt und mit der Zeit vereinsamt und nicht mehr weiss, was machen. Also das Letzte, was ich jetzt gemacht habe, das ist gestern, habe ich die, die Basketballanlagen zusammengebaut und die haben wir heute schon getestet. Was wir auch gemacht haben, das sind Insgesamt 20 bis 30 Stuhlwege für in der Halle nennen. Ich finde es cool, dass man da so viele Möglichkeiten hat, mit Maschinen umzugehen und zu lernen, wie man die bedient, neue Sachen zu machen, mhm. kreativ zu sein, <lacht> mit anderen Worten. Wow, what a story. A sharing community sees hidden potential. And shows that the God-given potential comes alive, right? I come to the second point of a sharing community. A sharing community is a community who sees the distresses of the society and is led by compassionate actions. A few years ago, we had leaders in our church who saw this whole distress for single parents. And they started the group for the not alones. Now it's for single moms. And we've had connections to many, many um, single moms. Before we want to hear a story of one of them, I have a few facts for you. In 2018, single parents' households with underage kids have the highest poverty rate. Every six single parent household in Switzerland is affected by poverty. We have good 200,000 single parent households. And when we think that in every household is at least one parent and one kid, then it's 400,000 people affected. There are lots of stories behind these facts, always a heart. 
which still dreams and maybe dreams who has been broken. We have now the, the luck, the, the, the great time for hearing one of these 200,000 stories. It's Dina, you are welcome on stage. She has a big hand. Yes. So cool to have you here. Dina is a single mom. She has a big story, but she got much, much healing. And today she is leader in the Not Alone group. She is here to share the story with us. Tell us what, how it started. Als ich 16 bin, habe ich meine große Liebe kennengelernt. When I was 16, I got to know my greatest love. Mit 23 bin ich dann bereits Mami geworden. And I was 23 when I was the first time mother. Leider ist mein damaliger Freund während der Schwangerschaft mit sehr starken Depressionen krank geworden. But then my friend during the pregnancy had, uh, had fights with uh, depression. Er hat viele Jahre in Kliniken verbracht und mit dieser Krankheit. And he spent many years in uh, clinics with this sickness. Ich bin allein auf mich gestellt gewesen. And I was all alone. Trotzdem habe ich an dieser Beziehung festgehabt, weil ich Hoffnung hatte, dass wir es schaffen. But I did still hold on to this relationship because I had the faith that this would come together again. In these 13 years of relationship, you had three kids with much hope. Tell us about that. Ja, also das zweite Kind habe ich geboren, doch mein Bub hat nur einen Tag gelebt. My second child was born, but my boy lived just for one day. Das ist sehr, sehr ein harter Schlag für mich gewesen. And this was very hard for me. Auf das Jahr habe ich mehrere Jahre gekämpft, um wieder zurück ins Leben zu finden. And I had to fight many years to get back into life after that. Oft bin ich am Boden gelegen und habe einfach gehofft, dass ich gar nicht mehr aufwache. And often I was laying on the floor and I was just hoping that I would never have to wake up again. Mein Überlebensdrang und die Hoffnung, dass es aber besser wird, ist stärker gewesen. But still, I, I hold on to this hope and I want to survive. You have such a big capacity to hope and for faith. Where is this coming from? Ich habe Jesus aus meiner Kindheit gekannt. So I knew Jesus from my childhood. Doch mit 14 habe ich ihm dann ganz bewusst den Rücken zugetreten. But when I was 14, I turned my back on him. Meine beste Freundin ist in einem sehr dramatischen Unfall vor meinen Augen tödlich verunglückt. And my best friend just died before my eyes in a very tragic accident. Das hat mich wirklich zu tiefst erschüttert und ich habe Gott gar nicht mehr verstanden. And from this moment on, I really didn't understand God anymore. Ich habe ihm den Krieg erklärt. And I, I addressed him like war. Es ist sehr schmerzhaft gewesen, weil ich Jesus eigentlich aus meiner Kindheit her sehr geliebt. But it hurt me very much because from my childhood I loved Jesus a lot. Oh, I can tell that out of this experience you just couldn't trust anymore and you took your life over in your own hands, right? And I guess you didn't know where you get healing for all this pain. Ja, ich bin sehr oft allein gewesen. Mein Freund ist nicht mehr ansprechbar gewesen. Yes, I was often alone. My friend was not addressable. All meine Freunde sind am Schaffen gewesen. Am Wochenende haben sie Partys gemacht und am Sonntag ausgeschlafen. And all my friends were working. On the weekend they were 
partying or on Sunday they were sleeping out. Ich bin mit dem Baby und mein Netzwerk ist komplett zerbrochen. And I was with my baby and my whole network was broken. In dieser Einsamkeit hat mich immer wieder ein jährliches Weihnachtsgeschenk von meinen Eltern berührt. And in this loneliness I got touched every year by a Christmas present from my parents. Ein Losungsbuch mit Tagesversen. It was a daily devotional with daily verses. Ich habe es trotz Krieg mit Gott immer wieder mal geöffnet und es hat mich durchgetragen. And although I was at war with God, I, every now and then I opened it and I read these verses and it touched me. Wow. And how have you been able to stop this war with God? Ich habe immer gekämpft und an meine Familie geglaubt. I was always fighting and I believed in my family. Nachdem ich treu an der Seite von meinem Freund war und zehn Jahre daran festgehalten habe. And after ten years that I faithfully stayed at, uh, at the side of my friend. Hat er mir mitteilt, dass er mich jetzt verlässt. He told me that he would leave me. Das ist mein absoluter Tiefpunkt mein kompletter Zerbruch. And really there I hit rock bottom that was just the lowest point that I got. Ich bin auf die Knie gegangen und habe wirklich zu Gott geschreien, das erste Mal nach 20 Jahren. And I fell on my knees and I really cried to God for the first time in 20 years. If you really exist, God, come into my life. And two weeks later I was invited to a party. And there were many Christians there. And that night four people prayed for me. Ich habe die Kraft vom Heiligen Geist so stark erlebt, dass ich selber nicht mehr stehen konnte. And I really experienced the power of the Holy Spirit, so that I, I couldn't even stand. Danach bin ich immer wieder eingeladen worden, in ICF zu kommen und auch in eine Small Group zu kommen. And after that I got invited to come to ICF or into a small group. Es hat noch eine Zeit gebraucht, doch ich bin schlussendlich der Einladung gefolgt und habe mich zu Hause in der Kirche gefunden. It took a while, but then after a while I came and I found a home in this church. What a story! And here you are, coming in our church, back then, very broken. What helped you? Ja, lange Zeit habe ich mein Wochenende am Freitag im Twenties gestartet. And for many years I started my weekend on the Friday night with the Twenties celebration. Und habe es am Sonntagabend mit der Sydney Celebration beendet. And the weekend ended with the seven o'clock celebrations uh, at the evening on Sundays. Das hat meine Identität und mein Netzwerk aufgebaut. And this really built my identity and my network. Es ist ein Weg es hat Zeit gebraucht, doch ich habe sehr viel Heilig von meinen Schmerzen und von all meinen Traumas durch Jesus dürfen erleben. And uh, it was a way, it took time, but I experienced lots of healing from all the wounds that I experienced all through these years. Heute fühle ich mich dreht. And today I feel carried. Andererseits habe ich auch einen Ort, wo ich mich investieren And I also have a place where I can invest myself. What a beautiful story, right? The power of Jesus in her life so strong. Now you are in the team of the Not Alone Ladies You know lots of their challenges, but you have a hope and a dream for them. What is this dream? Yeah, also meine Geschichte hat mich gelernt, 
dass ich mit Gott und integriert in eine ehrliche Gemeinschaft eine Kraft erlebe. So I learned through my story that with God and if I'm, I'm part of a caring community, I can get the power that I can never have if I'm all on my own. Und das wünsche ich mir fürs Not Alone, für die Frauen. And this is my desire for these women in the Not Alone. Dass sie einen Ort haben, wo sie geliebt sind. That they find a place where they are loved. Wo sie begleitet sind. Where they got, uh, they have people around them. Wo sie getragen werden. Where they're carried. Und wo sie Heilige erfahren dürfen. And where they can experience healing. Wow, yes, and that's a sharing community going next to them as a whole church and not a ministry. You know, when I hear, oh, not alone ladies, like single moms, they just did, did not good prevention, then maybe it's very harsh and we need to see behind stories. We need to see behind what was really going on for actions in people's life. When I see your story, I'm touched because I see the power of a church coming alongside of people and sharing resources so that people set, are set free. Let's give Dina a big, big hand. Thank you for your honesty. I come to the last point. A sharing community is a community a church who is known for the big generosity, a church who sees diseases and don't look away from them. You know, I think the basics for generosity is to know that we all have resources. That's the first step. And the second step is to see that we have somebody next to us which has a life, a story, needs, and we can share. That's generosity. A healed community, a healthy sharing community is a community where everybody knows that sometimes I'm the one with the resources to share and sometimes I'm the one who, is, who needs something and I can tell it. We have Lucas who has a team, he leads a team of practical support. Come on stage, I'm happy to have you here, you here for the last interview. Hello. Hello. <laughs> you share lots of really good resources. You share strings, sweat and time, right? Tell us, what are you doing with your team of practical support? Yeah, we try to help people who face um, financial or also um, um, physical Weakness. challenges. So uh, this might be people who are moving home or people who have troubles uh, at gardening or at cleaning their houses. So we try to come there and help them. And often it's also single parents who, uh, who use our help. Do you have an example what you experienced, for example, the last uh, time you went to a home? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, um, we tried to help a single mom, well, or a mom with two children. Um, she was, actually she was... Um, forced to move out because she was 
um, a victim of, of um, what would you call it? Um, I don't know. I forgot it. <laughs> I'll just check it out. Um, when you get beaten at home, yeah. like home, physical, physical injuries. abuse, domestic abuse. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> right. So um, yeah, and she was uh, living in a distant area. We moved her to the Zurich area, and she was not also, also um, not not only facing the um, the logistic problems, but also emotionally. Mm. So I think um, she really was. Um, was happy to have our help. And yeah, in a team of six people, including herself and her mother, we were able to, to move her whole household with two vehicles in one day, which was also good for her. Wow, cool. Next week is the Love in Action Week, and you told me you have an action planned. What is it? Yeah, we have one um, young married couple in this church. It's uh, Laura and Sasha. And they decided to share their lives with kids. They are having an extended family. And they were able to, or they are able to move into a big house this summer. Um, actually, at this point, it's uh, being remodeled. The, um, the foundation they're working for is paying for it. But they don't have the money this year to do the gardening. So we will go there next Saturday. We try to do the gardening for them, or at least a little bit of it, so that the, the children will be able to have a, a nice surrounding to play outside. Wow. This shows exactly a sharing community, right? You have Laura and Sasha who sees the distresses of our society, who sees kids who are born from a drug-addicted mother and don't have a place to stay. And they decided to put resources into it. But in the same time, they are involved in our community and they have a need. And Lucas with his team decided to see it and to be an answer. I thank you so much for that. Good luck. And we hope that summer is coming now so that they get brown in this garden, right? Right, yeah, cool. we hope so. <laughs> thank yeah. you so much. You heard a lot about the sharing and caring community. And I want to finish it now with this thought of what if we all have leftovers. You heard this principle of the leftovers of the fields from Nick at the beginning. What if we do them all together? I believe that a church which sees big stories as a chance for a miracle, is a church who knows that they are part from the miracle. I believe that a church who is not afraid of big, big stories, but steps in with this, the power of Jesus and is part of the miracle, will really, really break chains holding people. And we have this amazing den dentist in our midst who decided to leftovers a part of his field and decided that he will not get money once a month for people who don't offer dental um, surgeries. And now came this lady to me for a budget. We did the budget to see if she has the right for this dental um, surgery for free.
And I asked her, what is your income? And what is the income of your husband? In this moment, her eyes were, f were wet and she cried because it's the first time since a long time that somebody heard to her his story. She is a, is a strong woman. She works so hard for less money. She fights alone for her daughter since many years. But she works so much that she doesn't have a network of people and friends. And now she is in the, our church and somebody asks her about the budget and the whole story comes to the table. And you know what? Today is my big day because it's the first day she comes in our church. And this is only possible because this dentist decided to lift a part of this field. And my question is, what is the part of your field you can lift over for somebody who is hurt and for somebody who is, ne is needy? We will have a time now just for God where we can bring him our resources and hear what he has to say about our resources. Because maybe he has an amazing idea for your field. Or maybe he shows you somebody, something where is a need. And I guess when we step in as a church, we will see many, many miracles. So take your time and hear what God has to say. After that, I come back and we will pray together.